Ravens and Chiefs have agreed on a massive trade, sending tackle Orlando Brown to Kansas City. So I love what they've done. This is a complete, yep. this is a complete overhaul of an offensive line. Trying to win every single game. I'm trying to go 20-0, 19-0, whatever it is. Future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is 20-0. Yeah, 20-0 made sense. Hello and welcome to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Uh, it's me, Duncan Smart here, uh, back after two or three weeks. Can't remember how long it was since I um, just did one of these. And I, I'm going to start off by um, I'm going to wave my hipper rights here and tell you I've got man flu. Oh no! Um, it's it's quite a brutal uh, quite a brutal <laughs> case of man flu. So I mean, I don't want to be the one to use words like heroic. Or brave, <laughs> but I'm not going to stop anywhere else using them. And speaking of everyone else, um, we've got a full house here tonight. We've got Neil. Hello. We've got Tomo. Hello. And we've got Owen. Hello. So, um, I guess not the the podcast that we thought we'd be having um, after week two. Um, no. Chiefs are one and one after a thirty-five, thirty-six loss. Um, in Baltimore, um, well, how sh- how should we address this? First off, how was your first prime time experience of the season? That, taking aside the result, the result, how how was the staying up, the getting up? I actually went for a power nap before the game, which isn't something I usually do. But I was, I knew I had to get up for work at quarter to seven on um, Monday morning, so. I, I kind of figured I needed more than just two hours in the bank. So, but I, to be honest, I don't think it made a, a blind bit of difference. I would have been just as well with two hours after the game. Uh, but Monday was uh, was no fun for anybody. That was a grueling day. Oh, and you you watched you were stayed up as well. <clears throat> yeah, I powered through. I didn't sleep. Uh, oh. I didn't have a power nap or anything. Um, but I put the day off the day after off work. So, yeah. I just spent the whole day moping. See, that's <laughs> that's the um, what's the word? The naivety of youth, just assuming that you can batter on through without any any kip. Us, us fogies, we, we definitely take a nap. Yeah. I didn't so make it though. I didn't fall asleep at any point. You, you, you didn't get to watch either time. You, you had work yeah, or something. Yeah, I, so. I was up at five, so I just I just weighed it up and just thought, this is not going to happen. Um, I, I'm usually quite good though, because I usually just turn my notifications off my phone and, and watch it after work. I usually finish about two, so I was planning to watch it after work, but I've accidentally clicked on WhatsApp and found out the score. Um, yeah, and then my desire to want to watch the game went downhill pretty quickly, yeah, but, but I, did, I managed I, to power through a 40 minutes after work. Yeah, I, I did similar. So I, we were away on Sunday and staying in some like little cottage thing just for a random night away. And the Wi-Fi didn't stretch that far. So I knew I was going to get to watch it, which was excellent. Here's my, here's my other top tip. Game day, the day after, Turn the internet off and put your phone away. I didn't. I wasn't on Twitter. I wasn't on any social media. It was magic. Very, very <laughs> cleansing for the soul. But I also managed to avoid the WhatsApp stuff. Uh, got home in the middle of the afternoon. I thought I said, "Then I'll get. I'll get this watched." Click on Game Pass, which I had assumed still had the hide score feature. Oh, they done me with that as well. Yes, the bastards <laughs> don't have that anymore. Click Do you know on, what? You're right. I'd have found out the score. If I um, hadn't have already known, you're totally right. It reset at the start of this year, bastards. Mm. I don't know if they still have it during sort of live games or not. I don't know, but that's there's a lot of 
You can click it off in the top right corner. During the live games? Yeah, you can't do it for that. Well, anyway, so that, that ruined my... So I haven't... I've hardly watched any of it. I've watched enough to kind of get the gist of the game. So that's probably why I'm best uh, sitting here and getting you guys' opinions about it. Um, well, I guess... Um, where did it all go wrong is probably the the question. I, I posted the, the question on Twitter. And I'll, I'll ask you guys as well. From what I can see during sort of this, the skimming of social media, it kind of... There, there's, there's, there's two camps on, on what happened. One, the whole thing needs burnt down and, and, and starting again. We've, we're not the team we thought we were. Or two, we got run over by one of the best running attacks in one of the best teams in AFC and that can happen where do you guys say on that? I'm going with B um, on that one I, I think we've played two teams that are going to be in the playoffs um, they both have tremendous run games and we do not have a good run defence um, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, uh, that cost us. Um, you know, you you've got to be able to run the ball and stop the run. They always say, "Well, we can't do either at the moment," and there's only so many times Mahomes can dig us out of a hole. Um, so for me, the game's on the run defense and the inability to stop them when we needed to stop them, even though you knew what they were going to do. You know, they still did it anyway. It didn't matter that we knew what they were going to do. And when you think they have 15 players on injured reserve and they were down to their fourth, fifth and sixth string running backs and we still couldn't stop them either. You know, we've got issues on defence that need fixing. Yeah. Tom, where are you? You can't be or can't be? <clears throat> I don't I, I think it's it's tough, isn't it? Because, I mean, we're we're very close to being 2-0 and oh, and then I'm sure all these issues wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been um, spoken about. So so front and centre but that, you're right we've played two very very good rushing teams and I, I think it's very hard for us to know what we are on defence because I think I, I looked earlier at the stats and it's it's like six yards on average six yards a carry so I mean if you never get into third down on that kind of trajectory then Spagnolo can't like our identity on defense is is crazy blitzes and trying to mix things up and bringing different guys into blitz from the edge and all these sort of things. But we're not having the opportunity to do those in the first two weeks of the season now. It, it's an issue because they're two teams that we could see in the playoffs, and you'd like to think that the Chiefs are going to be in the playoffs this year pretty comfortably. But we're going to face these same issues, so there is things that need sorting out. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, again. As Neil said, there's only so many times that Mahomes can can dig us out. But again, he did to an extent, and there's a mistake at the end, which we'll talk about. But to an extent, Mahomes had put us in a situation to win the game again. So the positives are that against the Browns, the game looked lost, and we looked like we had no ideas, and we came back and won the game. And then against the Ravens, we have the same issues, and we and we lose the game by one point. So it's it's not a tear it down. Played two definite playoff teams so far, so no, it's, it's everything's okay. I think the thing with the Edward Solaire one and the people pinning the game on him, you could just as equally pin it on Mahomes' interception 
which was that was a game changing play because we were what we were 12 points up we were about midfield you could have put them in bad field position and you know they have to drive 90 yards or whatever to to score like that that to me when when that happened i was like shit this this it felt like the game shifted against us then and it gave them hope it gave them belief it gave them a short field and they scored from it and then you kind of go okay this is game on now and that stemmed purely from a terrible decision to to wobble the ball up to somebody i don't even know who was there actually it could have been robinson could quite easily but, have gone for a pick six i could have Oh yeah, completely, completely. Was it not kiss? Because um, I, I haven't watched that. My my thought now is it's kind of <laughs> like it's it's a little bit like you guys were, were talking uh, and it's been all over the internet like about the kind of fuck it tyrants down there somewhere kind of thing. Yeah, felt to me to me looking at it and I've maybe I've maybe my mind remembering this wrong, but it's almost like he looks up. I thought he sees Kelsey and he just thinks if it goes near him, he'll get he'll get it. All I need to do is get the ball near Kelsey, and he'll bring it in, and we're fine. Mm. And I wonder if it's maybe just a function of that, and he's like you say, he's just he's rolled the dice and it's not worked out. Yeah. I don't want him to stop rolling the dice though. No. Like, it, uh, I know we talked about it before the game, but this he still got us back in a situation to win the game. Like, it's it's one of those tough situations where you can you you can you can look at it, but uh, we're on third down. It's, it's they're punting, aren't they? Really, like if it doesn't if it doesn't get intercepted, it's just the difference in field positions about what thirty yards, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to see where the it's probably yeah, it's, it's about hot. It's about it's, yeah. Line it's down down KC's forty nine. Yeah, yeah it, was mid, it was at midfield. Yeah. yeah. What about yourself? Where, where do you think it went went wrong? Um, well, the, like the, the I think the offensive, like how we stalled towards the end of the game. I mean, after that interception. We punted and then we fumbled the ball away on 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 the last possession. It just seemed like we we, we were up by twelve and we were in a, in a strong position. And despite Mahomes' best efforts, aside from that interception, just couldn't seem to, to to put any more points on the board. And if we had scored anything, if a field goal, a, a, another touchdown, whatever it might have been, it would have been enough. And we just couldn't seem to get it done. And then that mixed with the defense allowing two consecutive touchdowns, just it just seemed to. It just seemed to all fall apart at the end, yeah. rather than one one particular thing. Um, I mean, the the obviously the Edward Hilaire fumble was the the heart wrenching one. Was the one was the one where it was like, right, okay, that's it. The rest of the time it was okay. We can come back from this. We can come back from this. And even on that last drive, I mean, Mahomes was was playing well. We had like what was it three plays in a row where where, where he made he made progress and we were marching down the field. I mean, it was three first downs, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, or two first downs and a seven-yard pass, I should say, and then we fumbled it away. And it's like, well, if we're playing that well with Mahomes on the ball and we're down by one. Why not? Why not keep it in his hands? Like, what? what why not? Why not keep it going? We were dinking, dunking down the field. We were moving, and we were in a position to score a field goal. So I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of fingers to point the blame at, and it's just hard to nail it down to one. I think. Yeah, I, mean, I think we, we we spoke for twenty minutes or so before we we hit record. On kind of where, where it went wrong, and I think there's some some different opinions on it. And I am in my in my chairman's seat today. I'm not I'm not going to let us get away. I'm not going to let the defense get away without comment on that. But I think it's interesting you mentioned kind of the kind of leading to the sort of changing game plan. You know, and I think it's sort of Andy Reid being conservatives a lot. You know, for it's not a new thing. 
he's been accused of sitting there getting conservative and sitting on a lead, you know, when we get one. And I, um, I'll get you guys' views, but my, my view is that I don't really have a problem with that. That's just Andy Reid, he's old school, that's what he does, he'll always do that. Um, and kind of expecting him to change that, uh, it just isn't going to happen by now. My concern on that is that when we do that, if something like last week happens and you know the opposition comes kind of roaring back into it and we can't stop them, the offence doesn't seem capable to get back into the groove. That's kind of my concern. Like once we hit the brakes, we hit them too hard and we can't, you know, we can't Probably seem still. to get back into that scoring form because we still scored thirty-five points, and we made but it look pretty did, easy at times. We didn't score after what was what did we say? There were six minutes and fifty-something seconds left in the third quarter. Was yeah. the last time we scored? Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, six minutes and fifty. And my, my concern is that once we kind of get in kind of go into our shells a little bit or whatever the right kind of uh, the, the right words are we don't appear to have even just to do like like last um, like in week one just th- one play throw it 75 throw it um, 25 yards 75 yards at the pitch get my teeth in um, you know and get a, get a one place touchdown we kind of don't even seem to seem to be able to, to kind of to, to pull something like that out and I think that's more my concern not the fact that Andy Reid kind of tends to take his foot off the gas a bit because that's just what Andy Reid will do it's more the fact that we can't seem to find the gas again if, if needed that would be my concern I would agree well, it wasn't a problem until the like the defence just it, it looks so poor it just it just looks poor doesn't it that's it's yeah. the biggest thing and like I said earlier you don't know whether it's it is going to be poor third down play because we never get there <laughs> yeah. so it's I saw I saw a wonderful stat that said opposing teams average something like two and a half yards on third down against us but they they average like eight yards on first down and six yards on second down so it doesn't really matter mm. is it <clears throat> so is it, is it is it coaching or is it edu- execution execution to me um like Specs has shown he's a good coach and he's got good schemes, um, but they're just <clears> not. I I don't know whether it's players aren't executing what they're supposed to do or they're not able to execute what they're supposed to do. I'm not sure which way around that goes. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's a when you can't stop the run game. To me, that's a physical thing, and we were just getting shoved off the ball too easily. Mm. Um, disregarding the missed tackles that we had, like Dan Sorensen's had more missed tackles than the rest of the league combined, or something like that. Um, but it, stopping the run game is a physicality and it's a, a mentality. You know, you have got to impose yourself on the opposition. We're not doing that, um, and that worries me. But have we played the two most unique running attacks in the league? Yes. Yeah, you know, we play two of the best running running attacks yeah, in the league. Like two the, top three, two of the top three at least. I mean, they're, uh, yeah, they're unbelievable run attacks. But I also think are they are they <clears throat> the most varied as well? So you think of like you know McCaffrey, um, Derek Henry. They're kind of one man bands, mm-hmm. you know. In that regard, you know you know what they're going to do. Um, whereas with the the Browns and the the Ravens, it's you know they can mix it up so much so it's not as easy as just like 
putting big guys in the right place to stop another big guy. Yeah, well, I think that, I think the Ravens team in particular, um, it, they had what their fourth string running back out there, and you couldn't tell the difference. Like you couldn't. I think they're just they're they're run the way they yeah, <laughs> the way they're coached and the way this Ravens team is coached, especially in the run game, is so impressive. I mean, what Lamar Jackson's like the third leading rusher in the NFL at the moment, and it's like well, I mean the Chiefs largely helped him with that. Uh, well, it helped him massively with that. Um, but like, it doesn't matter that they've lost a lot of their running backs. Like they're they're still playing well because they're just such a well schemed team for the run for the run game, and yeah. against a bad run defense like us, it's gonna it's gonna cause problems. This, I don't mean this to sound sour grapes. Uh, can I get off topic? What what do, what do you guys make of Lamar Jackson? Do you do you like? I mean, he's he's unique. Do you like watching him? I like him. Not against us. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I think he's awesome. To be fair, I think I think yeah. I think it's I think it's really refreshing to have guys like him that can show a different way of playing the game. Same same with same with the Titans with Derrick Henry. It's I think these teams bring another element to the NFL. I mean, not everyone's trying to do the exact same thing. It's, it's I think it is impressive, but I think we've also got to be better. Like we know that's coming. Like you know that's coming, and I don't know we've. Had like on average two hundred. We played two games, and and the opposition's rushed for four hundred and four yards. Like, it's just at, at what point you know it's gonna come. Like, I how can we not be able to stop it to to an extent where it's not six yards on average per carry? I just. I, well, this is he. I I don't know if I play bits in the WhatsApp group, and it's not a. These aren't three words that we hear this season. We haven't heard them for a couple of years. But to me, it looks a lot like the bend, don't break mm. approach that we used to, the, the, the kind of the Bob Sutton bend, don't break approach. Um, then we broke anyway. Well, this is the thing. It's not but, working. But to, yeah. to me, it looks very much like we're kind of happy to give up soft early yards for, for fear of them. Guys like Chubb, Hunt, Jackson ripping off, you know, ripping off a, a really big one. What, what but I think in that case, we're not giving up. We're not just giving up soft yards, like you say. We're giving up six and seven a play. What frustrates me though is you've got the likes of Anthony Hitchens and and Nick Bolton, who admittedly is a rookie, but they've been bought in as guys that aren't exactly dynamic athletically, and their job is to stop the run. And I don't understand what they're contributing at the moment if they're not doing that, if you get me. Like, I know we're going to get Willie Gay back, but the linebacking play has been poor as well. I just... I think you just want to see more. It's, it's just concerning that, that really the strength of that linebacking core, if you look at them as a whole, should be to stop the run, and they can't. So... God forbid they get put in pass coverage because that's not their strength, and I just I'm not sure what the approach is with those guys. So if they can't stop the run and pass coverage isn't their strength, what that's what I'm saying. So like that, it, well that's my exact point. And and admittedly they think that Willie Gay is the answer, and I hope he is because at the moment it looks shit. <laughs> But it's Willie Gay can't play all three positions at the same time. No, he can't, and that's that, and that. I mean, and that's my point. I just, I don't. 
it is very, very concerning. I understand we come up against two, two very, very good rushing opponents, but we're going to see them again, at least one of them. And looking at these stats, and I don't know whether it's an overreaction, you just go, well, what, like, what's going to change? Because you knew that was coming. You knew what the Ravens were going to do. You don't know exactly because they're going to they're going to cloak and mirrors it a bit. But like, for the most part, you know there's going to be a shitload of road, like um, read option. And the one play that Harris crashed down on, Lamar Jackson flipped into the end zone, and it's probably ten yards between him and another player. You know that's a possibility. I don't. I don't. I don't know what his. Uh, he's obviously crashed in on the running back and left Lamar to have the outside lane. But I just. What? It's got. To, it's got to be more complicated than that. We've got to make it more difficult than that. Do you know what I mean? That's. It's. Yep. It's obvious. He's going to either pass the ball off or he's going to run himself. So, if so you can't. He needs help. I, I, I don't understand. And that's in like the third, fourth quarter. I don't understand how it can get that far and not adjust in any way that he's that open. But then, so, say, take, the, take week one. So, I guess what I'm looking for is what is like what is our identity on on defence? Take week one, where we got Mullard in the first half and fixed everything in the second. You know, do, and then the defence came out, made, um, you know, made this, made the stop. Uh, you know, got the right, you know, got the right plays at the right time, got the turnovers, or is it last week? At which point we kind of had no answer to to very much of what they were doing. Shall I give you a stat? Kansas City total points in the two games: sixty-eight opponents, sixty-five. We've only conceded one passing touchdown. So that's fifty-eight points that have come on the so, ground or through a field goal. So, if you're the, the, the Chiefs, then do you? Do you then not every, so? What's my point? My point is not every team has Chubb, Hunt, Jackson. Mm-hmm. So do we then say that's okay? We can stop again. This is bend or break, isn't it? We can stop seventy five percent of these running backs. But it's not good enough because there's a can there's a know? world in which there's a world in which you play Tennessee, the Browns, and then the Ravens as your route to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so uh, you, we've got to have an answer, and they need to they need to find one. I think you're right, Duncan. For the majority of the season, the approach is like teams are going to find it very hard to put together consistently twelve, thirteen play touchdown drives. And if they're not scoring touchdowns on the end of them, and we are, then we're going to win more games than we lose. And so I think that's the, kind of the defensive mindset as well. You know, if you can, you you're gonna have to score touchdowns against us, and you're gonna have to do long progressive drives to do it. If you can do that, fair play to you. Congratulations. And so far, the two teams against us, Baltimore did it pretty well. Cleveland did it well for three quarters of the game, but not everyone's gonna be able to do that. Here's my, my, I mean, there's been lots of points scored across the league. You know, we're not the only team. Sort of shipping points as well. It, it 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 does appear to me that at the moment, well, it's been going for a while. The trend is very much towards offense, and, and at the moment, defenses are perhaps just making a slightly slower start to the season. Mm. You know, but Ben Ben don't break defense is all good as long as you you d up in the red zone. But last year we had the worst red zone defense in the league, and we're even worse this year. And and yeah, 
So we're a hundred percent. That's brilliant, but we're, we're just taking time off the clock. Conceded in red zone trips this year. It's like eight trips into the red zone, and we've conceded eight touchdowns. Hmm. That's horrendous. And considering they made it a, so like a point play of ben focus break, to stop that, you can't play Ben. Don't break defense like that. Well, don't let them in the twenty. <laughs> we'll just <laughs> sell out to st- sell out to stop the run. Then, <laughs> then you get so past the just top so, of like Lamar Jackson so did. Lamar Jackson's rather, pass as well was well. Was, let's get Lamar Jackson. Yeah, <clears throat> let's get him unbelievably passing. wide open. <laughs> You see how wide open yeah. he was though on his touchdown yeah. pass on the, the receiver. Yeah. It was oh, that that was one of the more 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 embarrassing parts of the defense for me. I think that one passing play where Matthew just put his hands up in the air and Sorensen and I can't remember who else just didn't even Ward. look at him. Yeah. I think Ward, yeah, just didn't even look at him as well. Yeah, there's the, well, I guess there's the again it's, it's it's internet rumors, but you know when Thornhill had something like eleven snaps, I think. Yeah. You know, and why is he not playing? Well, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. No, exactly. But I read somewhere that apparently he's um, he was fought like folk on the field in week one. Um, Probably rightfully so because it was shy. Some some of his attitude. (laughs) Apparently, some of his attitude was not was not perhaps as together as some of. Well, it wasn't aggressive enough, was it not? Or is it too aggressive? Well, I think if you're, <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, um, but I, I don't know what what's into that. I mean, we we know that he's had a slow, mm. sort of a slow burn back from, you know, quite a serious injury, and perhaps last season the, the season just kind of ended too soon for him almost, um, yeah. as he was getting finding his feet again. So, um, I mean, he had that incredible, uh, flying pick in the in the preseason. So, you know, it, it looks like his. It looks like he's got the bits back together again. Uh, so why he's not playing? I, don't I know. think the less we see of Dan Sorensen after this game, the better. If it's if it's Gordon uh, stepping makes up, big plays. yeah, he makes it. But then bringing in for the occasional play <laughs> to make to make a big one. <laughs> it's just having on the field more often than not is just not done. Not been good for us these past two games. And I think well, he, I him think... and Neiman are big reasons why. Just those missed tackles, it, uh, it was atrocious. Those missed tackles were just... And that's why I think I agree with you, Neil, where it's execution. Because scheme puts a person in the right position to make a tackle. The execution is making the tackle. Yeah. Surely. And and they're not making tackles. It's 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 definitely down to the execution more so than it is the coaching. And, and that comes from the players that are missing all the tackles. <laughs> Sorensen and, and Ben Neiman are a large part of the time. Put him in on third down, you'll never see him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. Uh, I guess that to me that that speaks to a little bit to. I mean, I, I'm I'm saying Andy Reid's old school. Uh, I think part of that is that he. Spagnuolo as well. They they have they have guys that they trust, implicitly. You know, and they will. You know, they'll give them more than enough rope to kind of. To, well, I don't know if that's the right. Phrase. I've said that out loud, and I'm like, I'm not sure if that's the right phrase. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we know what you mean, though, yeah. You know, one or two mistakes isn't going to kind of um, isn't isn't going to erode that trust too hard. Um, whether that's a fault or not, I don't I don't know. But anyway, we should um, we should move forward and look <laughs> towards well, three sleeps till Newcastle, uh, mm. and week, th- week three and the Chargers. Um, have you seen much of the Chargers uh, in the first two games? They've been a bit chargery. 
<laughs> as far as I can tell. I mean, I saw. I think I said to you guys, I was listening to another podcast. That, um, I think it was the Athletic one, and there was a guy from the covers of Chargers on, and he was basically saying the new guys in at the Chargers have decided that that doing a Charger is not a thing anymore. So they're they're just going to tighten up. Said stuff discipline across the board, you know, in all the drills that they do in training, you know, in camp, all this stuff. They said they've just raised the levels all around and said that, that, that like this sort of shambolic special teams, all that sort of stuff is not going to happen. And then it happened, you know. It seemed, uh, you know, they made a they made a, a few weird. They did they, they were quite chargery. Um, in some parts of their last game so they, I mean they've still got Herbert who everyone raves about I don't think his stats are quite up there where, where they were last year but um, I guess my point is I'm not entirely sure what we're facing up against it'll be a good team it'll, it'll, be, a, it'll be a contest I mean they lost a close one to Dallas um, and who they beat in, in week one Washington Washington yeah. that, was, that was pretty that was pretty close as well wasn't it the Washington game yeah it was yeah. Mm-hmm. it'll be fun they're going to need some more points, though. They ain't going to beat us with 20 and 17. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's one of the things that stands out, yeah. It's, it's, they're not scoring and, a lot of points. And we've scored, what, 33 and 35 these past mm-hmm. two games? So and I think me and, Neil, me and Neil spoke about it probably a few weeks ago on the podcast that um, Justin Herbert hasn't played in front of crowds in his career yet in the NFL. And he's about to come into Arrowhead... And you'd like to think it's going to be a very loud atmosphere at Arrowhead on on Sunday. So, I just I think I think it's going to be a new experience for him. It's all good your rookie season with no crowds, but it's you know pressure for downs with the crowd. Hopefully, that'll have a good impact for us. The crowd. If we can get to third down, that is by the way. <laughs> the crowd one hundred percent had a, had an impact in the Browns game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. When 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 we started coming back into it, I, I think they got. They got in about sort of Baker Mayfield, and uh, it definitely threw him off his game a little bit. So um, hopefully more of the same. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, how many fans of the Chargers got in a full game anyway? You know. Uh, oh, did you see the crowd at, at uh, SoFi Stadium? Oh, for the, the Dallas Cowboys fans. Game. Oh my! <laughs> it was not a good look for Chargers fans. But yeah, I think I think cares about the Chargers. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's just the long and the short of it, you know. Yeah. They've got the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Chiefs game will be fired up at Arrowhead this this weekend though. Yeah, I, I think it'll be I think it'll be a better atmosphere than the Browns game. I think they're gonna be desperate <clears> for this win and they're gonna be very, very loud. And there's the kind of did you guys see the stuff in Oh, I guess it was the off season when Patrick Mahomes was, was at a golf tournament. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's walking down the, the fairway in some like one one of one of one of the seven or eight Chargers fans said something like, "You've got to, you better look over your shoulder, Justin Herbert's coming," and Mahomes without even breaking strides. I believe it when I see it. Um, so that I mean that tells you where Mahomes thinks he is in relation to Justin Herbert. And he, and he came out and said he didn't. You know, he wasn't it wasn't disrespectful. You know, whatever he, blah blah blah. But you can, you know, you you can you can infer from that what um, where Mahomes thinks that the two are and in relative terms. I we like passed... the idea of a Chiefs team with something to prove on Sunday. I think that's mm-hmm. that, that's 
going to bode well for us. Yeah, we might I'll tell you what, if we can't stop the run in this game, they've had 48 carries for 185 yards at 3.9 a carry. Uh, if we can't stop them from running the ball, then I'm going to be really worried. <laughs> I need to prepare to get really worried then now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just... <clears throat> Just I feel like he's got a mistake in him as well, Herbert. Yeah, he 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 thrives from a clean pocket when he's allowed to to air it out. That's really that's his game. Yeah. And I guess it's down the one thing we didn't speak about. Well, I guess it's it's implicit in the run game. You know, you know, it's down to to Chris Jones and Frank Clark to have a good game to to get close to him and put him under pressure, really. Because I guess the after. After all the excitement in pre-season and, and two sacks in week one, I guess the jury's still out on Chris Jones as a, as a D-end? If I'm an opposing team, I'm running at Chris Jones until he can stop me from running. Just tell you what I don't get about the Chris Jones thing. is I thought I thought they were going to mix it up. Like, what's the crack here? Because uh, why, why isn't he... Why isn't he a defensive tackle? And uh, Admittedly, he wouldn't have got on the field, but, like... It, it's hard to judge him as a pass rusher because there was no pass rush opportunities really in the in the last in the last game anyway. But like I, f- I thought, the idea was that he started at defensive tackle and then and then went out wide for third and fourth downs, or is it supposed to be the other way around? I don't understand it. Don't would it not make more Would it not make more sense for him to go to defensive end on third down, where he can just purely rush the passer? I don't because he's not setting an edge. So he certainly plays better at DT than he does at the edge. I prefer watching him from 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 the middle than I do on the edge. These last two games, I don't think he's he's doesn't like wreak havoc the way he he did when no. he played at, at tackle. But I think he needs he can't do it on his own. You know, he needs he needs someone to kind of go with him, and whether it's Duran Reed, who's perhaps <clears throat> just taking time to learn the scheme in jail again. Frank Clark's obviously had. Don't know how much he practiced. Didn't play preseason. Um, Saunders is coming back off an injury, so we've kind of got Derek Nadi as the kind of as the as the bedrock, I guess, and that's that's fine. I think he's probably an underrated player. You know, he's a perfectly serviceable NFL tackle. But maybe part- maybe Jones just needs something to work with. I guess is my my point. Yeah, I think part of it is if Jones doesn't play at end, who does? You know, we've got a bit of depth at tackle. You know, we've got Wharton, we've got Saunders, we've got Reed, we've got Nardi. Well, maybe don't draft a fucking linebacker. That... Well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but uh, who's going to play end? You've got Clark, Dana, they take one end, and then... Kendo. Kendo wasn't even active last week. So you've got Jones and Okafor. You know, the the, the depth at end no. isn't very strong. No. And I think that's more why Chris Jones is playing at end. I don't know that it's that they think he's going to be a great end. It's just that they've got better options at tackle than they have mm. at end. And that's why he's been moved out to end. Uh, and that makes perfect sense. It's It's... It's just the effectiveness, and you don't know. I mean, I guess that's the biggest thing is that we haven't we really haven't. He hasn't had the chance to rush the passer, has he? Really, in the last two games, with with the way the run game's been going, he hasn't had 
that opportunity. So hopefully, hopefully we we get to see that from him this weekend. But he can't just rush the passer; he has to be able to stop the run as well. Well, yeah, um, and, that, and that's, that's where I, my question comes got, in. That, that the impression I got from Baltimore was that they were more than happy to run at Chris Jones and let him commit himself and take himself out of the play. Mm. Um, you know, they ran that side. I'd love to actually see the next-gen stats and see how much they ran at him um, mm. compared to how much they ran in the other directions. Um, that could be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I so would, you, would you guys rather have... An, all-round average defensive line because there's more depth at tackle or an absolute game wrecker in the middle and then bad one side and good on the other side because i'd rather have it with, with with jones in the middle and and know that defensive end is bad but then know that you're making up for it by having an absolute game destroyer down the middle because he can completely you. flip games on his head like he the, what, the way he was playing last season like he could just completely change momentum and completely stop drives like in their tracks but if you've got average all across your defensive line like are you really good anywhere like what's the point in having it average everywhere he can't rush from the middle unless we've got someone rushing from the edge if we we have no presence on the edge he just gets double and triple teamed and you know and and he's kind of he's kind of just marked out the game you know he he needs someone to to be playing on the edge and so his like the, the best but then do you not I, I think, think that the having more than like ha- Chris Jones being double teamed like in the middle it makes a job for these worst players a lot easier because they're only having to go up against one one tackle rather than it being evenly spread across the line like if you've got two here two here one here like it, do you not think it makes a bit more sense having relieving the pressure for the worst guys on the team to then step up and, and be able to make plays in, in like against a limited like um, no, limited I, offensive I, lines coming at you. Point. I guess. I guess. I don't think we saw much of last year. Much of. I don't think we saw much of anyone who was able to to really step up and do it. So why didn't we get someone? For, we could have had Marvin Ingram. We could have gone into the draft. Every draft expert would have said it was one of our top needs to get. After after the tackle situation was sorted out, it was one of our top needs was to get a a defensive end, and we didn't address it in any way. Yeah, I so think that's been a mistake. But that's obviously because that's, that's a different question. Well, yeah, it is, but the, that, that's what's led us to be in the situation we're at now. Um, the Ravens, just because I'm going through next-gen stats here, they had rushing in Chris Jones's direction. They had 18 carries for 127 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> it's not good, is it? No. I mean, I guess, in, not not to be an apologist, in his defence, he can't learn the position without playing the position. True. I guess is the... Um... Yeah, but I, I, I just don't understand why we're persisting with something when... That's fine, I get he needs to learn the position, but at the same time, he's getting killed out there, and like Owen said, he can potentially have an impact on the inside. Surely that's just a no-brainer, and you put somebody else out there. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's wishful thinking but it, it that, that's that's I think my biggest problem with with what we see there's just a failure to adjust to anything because Neil if you're saying they've run at him 18 times at what point is someone not picking up on that and going okay this is a problem yeah like and then the read option then, stuff then was a problem the whole game do you have a solution though that's that's the thing 
But, um, yeah, but if, if it's bad, it's bad. Like, it, it can't get much worse than that. Like, try something. Do you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. that's, like, it's bad. It's bad. Like, that's, I, I don't see how it can get worse than what that is. And we didn't try anything to stop it. If I remember rightly, we didn't have a spy on Jackson for a lot of the game. No. I don't know if I'm just not no, remembering that right, but I don't remember seeing a spy for a lot of the game, and, and surely you'd think that's quite a, quite an important, if not essential part of your defence, playing a, a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Like, being able to have that extra guy keeping an eye on him just seemed like he was just running all over us. Like it's, the problem with that is, who, who would you get to do it? Because no one's quick enough to keep up with him. No. Like, we've not Tyron Matthews is your best bet, isn't he? Do you, think do, you really can get down there? do you want to say speed wise? Like? Put fucking yeah. Hardman in. He <laughs> 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 might do. It might actually contribute to the game. I. He looks better, to be fair, against the Ravens. I strongly suggest that McCall Hardman can't tackle for shit. <laughs> I'm going to strongly suggest he can't play offense for shit either. He's awful. He looked slightly better against the Ravens. I'll give him that. He averaged 11 yards per catch. He had five catches. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's bad. probably... I was, I was thinking, okay, okay. I still don't like him. I had eight targets, so... Cole Hardman's good games are always going to look very, very good. I think that's the sort of player he is. Mm. Like his, his good games are going to make him look like a, like a total world beater. You want to see consistency there. Well, that, that I think is because... Because mm. the, the, the way that kind of Reed schemes it up is that, you know, they're designed specifically to make, you know... To give him success, I think that that's yeah. Um, yeah you're right. We've got a. There's other. There's I mean another question is is who's 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 wide receiver too, and I think that that's still. I think that, that Pringle put his hand up, a little bit. Um, I really like week. Pringle. Yeah. Me too. He played well. His I'd love Pringle to see more. I just I wonder why he doesn't see more. I wonder what the reason is because. You'd have thought, like he seems to produce every time he's on the field. I, I I wonder what the reason is that he that he can't cement that place. Because you'd have thought if he got the opportunity, I, I just wonder if there's something else to it. Yeah. Fun, fun stat: he's our fourth best receiver, and he's only had three receptions. That's what I'm saying. I I, I really would like to see more of him. Yeah, my my concern with with the the sort of wide receiver too is not so much why. It's not Hardman, why it's not Pringle, why it's not Robinson, or you know, any, any of that sort of stuff. It's not why the guys that are there are not doing stuff. My concern is more the knock-on effect of that. I mean, we know that we know that Kelsey and Hill are hardy; they don't miss many games. But and, and we know that they're so good that you almost you don't want to take targets away from them. But you don't <coughs> want you just you don't want to overwork them either. Needlessly, you know, give them receptions in games where. We perhaps could be mixing it up a little bit, but because we don't have the trust in the next man up, we're not doing that. You know, you, that, that's that's my fear is that just as the, you know, they just get mile, more and more miles in the clock. Hmm. You know, I have a serious. They shouldn't be. I have a serious concern this year more than any of the last probably three seasons that if we suffer an injury to one of those two guys, I really really worry what the offense looks like because. As good as Mahomes is, and I'm sure we'll still put up points. If you take Tyreek Hill away, the over-the-top threat's gone. Travis Kelsey's on a constant double situation. Then you're relying on Demarcus Robinson, who loves to go backwards, and and McCall Hardman, who can't run around, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who leaves a lot to be desired. Still, I, I I really really worry what that would look like. 
I think we could afford to lose Hill for a couple of games because I think you could you could put Hardman in even if it's just to, as a decoy to take the top off the defense. Mm. But we don't have anything that would compare to Kelsey. There's no. nothing could nothing could pick up that slack. So I, Kelsey is the one who you cannot afford to get injured. And I think if Kelsey goes down, I think that will diminish Hill's role. Yes, more than more than if Hill went down. I don't think it diminished Kelsey's role as much as vice versa. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think if if Kelsey goes down, Hill is is safety over the top constantly, so you can't go you can't throw the ball deep to him because there's constantly gonna be a guy looking over him. Yeah, I just think it, it, his his role would, would would drop off considerably if if Kelsey went down. Don't think about that. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Yeah, we we get ourselves in a bad place. I don't, I don't think that we're that unique either in a team. I think there's lots of teams where if you take one key man out of the offense, then it causes a lot more problem. It, you know, it kind of takes take Stefan Diggs out of Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. They'd be, like, they'd be screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could you could you could list. I think you could list a lot of teams where. Mm. You know, you've got one one guy who's the who's the what's the word the bell cow for for that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying our wide receiver depth is just non-existent. Yeah. Right, I'm I'm taking an executive decision here. We're 44, 45 minutes in. Uh, we've lost one game in one regular season game in God knows how long because I don't count the Chargers last season. That was because mm-hmm. that was a gimme. Right, the the, the sky's not falling. So we're going to end this on on some positive notes and without using the words Patrick Mahomes I want everyone to tell me the reason that we will beat the Chargers on Sunday can I say the Chargers are the reason we'll beat the Chargers (laughs) (laughs) you can only present to it (laughs) then that's the reason I'm giving Tomo what's your your non-Patrick Mahomes reason that we'll beat the Chargers um I'll go Travis Kelsey. So he he looks unbelievable. He looks again. He just looks unbelievable against the Ravens. The, the, the guy is just. He's, you just can't question. He's just he's just the best tight end in the NFL, and I don't I don't even think it's close. I, I'm going to go with, tight, with Travis. I'm going to take this. I think there's a case. Right. I think that Aaron Donald is the best player in the league. I think that the difference between Aaron Donald and the next defensive tackle is is a chasm. Mm. Uh, it's probably bigger than the difference between Mahomes and the next best quarterback I think kind of pound for pound Donald is the best player but Kelsey has a definite case to be up there you know the difference between him and the next best tight end is he, I know that Kittle's been injured but he is it's Waller now though right I'd so, say well Darren Waller yeah, you know, so so far ahead in the things that he can do yeah um, that's that's not even funny I think there's a there's a case that kind of if you Almost adjust for positional value. That Kelsey's right up there as 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 the as the best player in the league. That touchdown is just unbelievable. Oh, oh it's so just, nice. That was obscene. It's just, one of his best plays. I don't know, it's yeah. not even. I, just, I can't. It's not even like one of these things where he's like when you watch it, he's not really doing anything that remarkable. He just no. doesn't stop. He just like kind of bounces yeah. off. Yeah, him. like he's yeah. not he's not going particularly like fast. He's not hurdling anyone. There's no. Massive handoff. He's not like you know dropping a shoulder and sending a guy the wrong way. He just he had, keeps like, going. He and had he can't three stop blockers him. in front of him, 
and he ran behind them for a large part and anyone who tried to tackle he just brushed him off yeah. it really reminded the me the tackling that, was that terrible Mah- on that can you remember that Mahomes run against the Titans in the playoffs yeah. so he just, he just seemed to be like bouncing off can people and he just gets closer and closer to the line and you're like what has just happened yeah. <laughs> and then spun and dropped the ball yeah. Before, yeah. Uh, yeah. what a play um, I think my one to to beat the Chargers. Um, I, I know I know I touched on it earlier, but I think it's Chris Jones. I think the Chiefs' defense needs to realize that some something's changed from last year's defense to this year, um, and one of them is Chris Jones moving away from from tackle. I think if he goes back to 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 the middle of the defensive line and just causes havoc and just flusters Justin Herbert, mix that with Arrowhead and and the fans at Arrowhead making a ruckus. I'd, I'd, it, it, it could, it could get quite ugly for, for, for Justin Herbert. I think if that happens and and he has a big game, it, it can be a turning point for us. And I think for the, for the morale, for the future of this defense as well, we need a game like that. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going, Chris Jones. Yeah. Ted Jones was going to be mine, but I think I'll go Andy Reid. Because I, I think that we historically respond to defeats pretty well. Uh, and I don't think that Andy will enjoy will have enjoyed much of watching back last week and I'm fairly sure he'll want to set the record straight so um, I'm expecting a big a big game from Andy Reid and, Have we uh, lost back to back games in since Mahomes started? I, I can't, can't, see, I can't, I can't remember a time we've lost back to back games We lost to the Colts and we lost to somebody else when he had a sprained-ish ankle um, it oh, it's was hobbled, yeah. Um, twenty. I'm going to say 2019 off the top of my head as I try and find the schedule. I think the Titans was later in the season. Uh, hang on. Jeez. Would have been Colts and Raiders, was it? We lost to uh, Houston, Colts and Texans. Uh, back to back. Week 5, week 6, 2019. I can't believe that. I can't remember that at all. I remember yeah, that thing he thing he stepped on Mahomes' ankle. Which is that's right. Oh, yeah, Wiley was it Wiley? Cam Irving, it was. Cam, Cam Irving. Irving, yeah, Cam Irving, the yeah. turnstile. <laughs> I've got some work to do, haven't I, on the new uh, podcast intro as well? Yeah, I was thinking that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> say, take, took bloody ages that did as well. What a nightmare. <laughs> I'll have my own Clyde Edwards Hilaire podcast as well if you want if you want me to go deep into that yeah. probably 45 we'll, we'll minutes give him, we'll give him absolutely, absolutely ranting I'll give him a pass this week then and I'll give him a pass on the podcast I've made my point before the season started I, I, said, I made my, some bold predictions and one of them was that we were going to drop 50 on one of our divisional opponents this season so here's here's to it happening on Sunday Yes, please. Um, yeah, there's two hundred yards rushing. Yeah, exactly. We don't. Yeah, well, yeah, two hundred yards rushing. Yeah. How many three, fumbles? Three, three touchdowns. Uh, we'll even get a, we'll even get a safety. Oh, <laughs> some some wacky score, like fifty-four. I don't even know. I can't. I, it's, it's, the, the numbers are so high. Then it's, it's difficult to do the maths. I'm good. I'm gonna have to convert my my bet on Mahomes. Um, to catch a touchdown in the Ravens game, that's going to have to convert to the season now. I'm still convinced it's going to happen. I'm, I'm convinced that they want to get Mahomes a receiving touchdown. That wouldn't surprise me. It'll be a lot of fun. Well, yeah, they, they tried just, twice last year. Tried, didn't they? yeah, Kelsey yeah, they tried and times, Watkins, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I think yeah. across the board, we are we're all going for a home win, easy home yes. win. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think it'll be easy, but it'll be a lot of fun, like the Ravens game. 
I think it goes. But not with the same result. I, I could see an overtime type game because oh, we just literally can't stop them. Actually, can't no, stop. we're only six o'clock kickoffs. Can't okay. stop anything. Yeah. See, that makes we a lot of interest. Out of interest, quick question: If it is close, like the Ravens game, and Mahomes got the ball in his hand, one like one point down, and we managed to get in field goal position and kick the field goal. Do you think we'll come on, and it's a similar performance from the defence, do you think we'll come on the podcast next week and say, oh, how resilient is this, is this Chiefs team? Or do you think, holy crap, we've got a big problem because it happened again and we just got away say, with it this time? I think we'd say we've got a big problem again. Knowing what we know now, I think I think, I think think it'd be a big problem. I think I really think they need to go out there and put a number on the charges, and I hope they do. I just don't see it. I think, I think it depends in the manner the game goes. If if they run 200 yards on us and it's a game like that, then yes, we have a problem. If Justin Herbert just goes ballistic and has a really good game, I'm not as worried about that. Yeah, because he has the potential to do it. He made some he nice does, throws exactly, against yeah. Dallas as well. Yeah. Big up Tyron Matthew as well with two interceptions after COVID, because fuck me, I can't even walk up the stairs without being <laughs> <laughs> No joke. I changed an extension cord the other day. I was shattered. Like, out of breath. It's mad. I don't know how he played. God. Fair play to the guy. Yeah, and a pick six as well. Get him, but, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, we need to get them passing. We need to get them passing and see what, yeah. what, what it looks like. Because I think it's how we beat teams. We get an early lead yeah. and we force them to pass. But then the hope is that you can stop the run well enough to force them to pass. Because if they can run it, they don't need to pass. Mm-hmm. So if you can stop the run a little bit, force them to pass when, we, when we've got a decent enough lead, we should be golden. Because because then you're just putting your bets on our quarterbacks better than your quarterback. Which in yeah, I would take that every week against any opponent. So there we go. Thanks for the end. Our quarterback is better than your quarterback. Yes. Regardless, it should be a good game. Um, hopefully, we've had. I mean, we're in Newcastle to watch it. Uh, it's going to be the Sky game, so we might even get commentary. Uh, anyone who's been to. And Newcastle meets will tell you that that is a hit and miss affair getting sound mm-hmm. um, on the game that we're watching. Um, we Does it not go through Game Pass? Like worst case scenario. Oh, to- yes. That just just doesn't. We don't have to talk about the wise and wherefores of, of getting yeah. commentary on. It's not as easy. We we watched what have we seen in Newcastle? We Titans. absolutely scalped the Jags the first year, and then the second time we had that nonsense game against the Titans. So. Who knows what happened this year? I'll, I'll, I'll take a blur again. Um, I'll sign for that right now. Anyway, oh, you, can, you can you can hear in the background. I've got a, a poorly little person who is um, is needing a cuddle. So I'm going to to end the podcast there. Um, there will be no tears next week. Uh, you heard it first, I guarantee. Yes. Right, chaps. Uh, thank you for your time. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. Um, why not do the rate, review, subscribe thing? We're all on all the, the usual podcasty channels. Um, and if you want to come to Newcastle, then um, get in touch and we'll, we'll help you out. Apart from that, in, uh, in, enjoy the game. We'll speak next week.